Hello and welcome to the Glow Up with Becca podcast. I'm Becca and I'm going to be your host through this series, interviewing different people about their health and fitness journeys. Some people might talk about weight loss, others fitness and others about finding their authentic selves. I'm really excited that you're here to join me on this journey. So let's get started. It's time to Glow Up with Becca. If you're listening to this, I'm guessing you're somewhere on the spectrum of drinks daily, weekly, or maybe even just a few times a month. That sounds like most people, doesn't it? And I think, let's start with that. Most people do drink, and it is completely normal in society to do so. A lot of social life revolves around drinking, meeting new people revolves around drinking, catching up with friends and family, Alcohol is everywhere and it's socially accepted to drink. But what's not socially accepted? Well, drinking a bit too much. But I wonder why. Why do we think so poorly of people who can't handle their alcohol? And I can tell you now, I was definitely one of those people. I definitely would drink a little bit too much wouldn't always know where my limits were and that Friday night drink would turn into, oh, well, on the Saturday, shall we share a bottle of wine? The following week, drinks with the girls, maybe on the Thursday, drinks with people from work and quite quickly it builds up. But we demonise this, don't we? If somebody says, I struggle sometimes to know when to stop, I don't like who I am when I drink. I don't like the things I say. We look down on them and say, God, you can't handle your alcohol, can you? But can many people handle their alcohol? And is this really something to be proud of? This is something that I want to talk to you about today. And I hope through listening to this podcast today, you can learn a few tips and tricks around what you could do if you want to reduce or stop your alcohol. But also, and the main thing I want to do is I want to communicate the message that if you are sat here or, I mean, I'm hoping you're on a walk listening to this, but if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I drink a little bit too much. And for you, maybe that you drink a little bit too much every day, or maybe you drink a few too many times in the week, or maybe just you're an occasional drinker, but you don't really like how you feel when you do so, then I want to say to you, you have done nothing wrong to get to this point. It is not something you've done. It's not your fault. Alcohol is addictive. It's in society. We expect people to drink. So if you're, if you've got to a point today where you're thinking, I want to cut down or I need to cut down, just know you're not a bad person for thinking that. You're not a bad person for getting to a place in life where you think, recently, I feel like I need a glass of wine to end my day. I feel like I cannot attend a social occasion without a drink. That's normal, okay? It's so normal. Alcohol's addictive. It's everywhere. You can't escape it. And we have this expectation that people drink. So I don't think it's surprising that people end up drinking a little bit too much and then they end up regretting what they do, what they say. 
it's normal. I'm sure most of you listening to this will have woken up the next morning and thought, I wish I didn't do that. And I regret some of the things I said. And I regret some of the things I did. And now my whole routine has gone out the window. And that's not the kind of life I want. But I spent a long time feeling very guilty about some of the choices I made around drinking. So I hope you know, listening to this, you've done nothing wrong. It's completely normal. Let's talk about dopamine. Let's talk about the neurotransmitter levels in your brain. Because every time you drink, your dopamine is increased. This is your feel-good good hormone. This is what's going to make you feel relaxed and happy and feel like you can have a good time in a social situation or relax after work or a stressful day. But over time, as you drink, your brain thinks, well, I'm getting that dopamine hit from an external source. I don't need to produce my own. I'm going to stop naturally producing the levels of dopamine to the extent that I was before. And that's what makes you think, oh, I really need a drink. But do you know what that is? Well, it's two things. Number one, it's your dopamine levels need to rise so that you feel good. And then number two, it's all of the behavioural things around drinking, which I will come on to talk about. So if your dopamine levels are always sat slightly below your baseline, it's no wonder that you feel like you need a drink to get yourself back up. But trust me, if you can take a break, 30 days or preferably 90 days, because this is when I think you really start to see a difference. And this applies for any kind of lifestyle choice or change. If you can have that break, this gives your body... This gives your brain a chance to get those dopamine levels back up to baseline. So you can go into a social situation and think, okay, I know that there's new people here. I know that's a nerve wracking thing. But I know that within 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I will naturally relax as I see who's there. I feel more comfortable in my surroundings. And I know I don't need a drink to help me do that. I was listening to the audiobook Alcohol Explained and in it he makes that point where he says we often think it is the alcohol that helps us relax in those social situations but actually meeting new people, going going on a first date, going out with a new group of friends or even just going out with your friends that you've not seen in a while That can be a bit nerve-wracking sometimes. You don't know what they're going to say, what they're going to be like, and that's why you feel a few drinks will make me relax. But if you took away the alcohol, you probably would relax. But the thing, and if you're thinking, oh, that time I was designated driver, I didn't enjoy it. I felt like I couldn't relax, and it was everyone else was drinking, and I felt left out. But you know what that is? That's a mindset thing. That's not to do with the alcohol. That's a mindset thing. That is you going into an event. So picture this, two scenarios. Scenario one, you go into an event and you think, oh, I can't drink tonight because I'm driving. I've got work the next day. I've got to look after the kids or whatever it is. So you're going to go into that event, into that event and you're already thinking in your brain, I'm not going to have as much fun as I could if I was drinking. And we all know that that kind of negative mindset just builds and builds. And then you think, oh, so I'm I'm not going to have fun. And then you end up like not relaxing as much, not sharing the normal stories you would, etc. 
But if you went into that event and thought, I'm not going to drink because I know I don't need to drink to have a good time. The reason I'm going out is to meet a new person or catch up with my friends or meet a new group of people. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to try and find out new things about people. I'm going to share stories about me. And the whole time I'm thinking about those lifestyle choices I've made in terms of not drinking and knowing that I don't need a drink to relax. And you'll see a real shift going in from that point of deprivation or restriction versus going in thinking, I'm in control, I'm making these decisions and I'm going to try and have a good time knowing I probably will feel a bit awkward at first because it's a little bit stressful being around new people or in a new space or around people we've not seen in a while. But knowing that 20, 30 minutes time, you will relax, you will feel better and you'll feel like you. And then at the end of the night, you'll think to yourself, I had a nice time. I didn't end up staying up all night because I got onto the shots. I didn't share stories, which now I feel embarrassed about. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a really good night's sleep. So it's all about the mindset of going into it. But going back to the dopamine level part, going into that night, if you are someone who usually drinks at social occasions, then perhaps your dopamine levels would be slightly lower and you'll be thinking, oh, I really need a drink to go into this. And that's to bring that dopamine level up. So if you can take that break that I mentioned, you'll be able to go into that feeling more confident from the get-go. And who wouldn't want that? So we've talked about how alcohol affects your dopamine levels. And we've discussed the idea of taking a break to bring those levels back up. We've talked about the fact that social situations are a bit uncomfortable, but you've just got to sit there and know that and know that it will get better and know that you will relax and enjoy yourself. Now let's talk about the benefits of going alcohol free. And I think there are so many benefits that you could see, you could definitely see if you didn't drink for a week. You could certainly see if you didn't drink for a month. But I have found the ultimate benefits when I get to that I feel incredible stage happens after three months of going alcohol free. So if you're thinking, I've given up for a few days before and I felt a bit better, imagine how you could feel after going alcohol free for three months. You could feel amazing. So here's some of the benefits. Number one, my anxiety completely reduced went away, to be honest. I used to always feel just a little bit anxious. And I think that was from drinking a few times a week. Whereas having that break, I very rarely feel anxious because I, well, I haven't said anything that I regret. (laughs) I'm very aware of what I've said, but it's partially around that. And, you know, sharing stories that you wouldn't if you had a few drinks versus not. But it was also around, I guess, and this is impacting your neurotransmitter levels in your brain again. I just didn't, I just stopped feeling anxious. And what an amazing feeling. Uh, I think so many people suffer with anxiety. And being able to reduce that, I'm not saying I never, ever, ever feel anxious or nervous, because life is stressful, life happens, things happen, you know, work could be stressful, or things could happen to my friends or family that I feel 
upset about or anxious about, but that's a normal part of life. But that is very, very different to feeling anxious for kind of no reason. You know, when you think, oh, I just feel really anxious and I don't really know why. Well, that has gone for me. So number one, the anxiety massively reduced. And at this point, I'm thinking, well, you might be thinking, I'll just turn the podcast off here. This is the reason for me to stop drinking because I feel anxious so much and I don't want to anymore. But I hope you keep listening. So number two, I have been on a weight loss journey. If you follow me on social media, you'll have seen that I lost 40 pounds. And whilst this is due to a lot of lifestyle changes I made, one of the main reasons is stopping drinking. Not only from the calories that are in drinking, but also all of the associated lifestyle things. So you know what it's like, you go out for a few drinks and then you get food on the way home and then the next morning you feel awful, so you just eat um, high calorie processed carby food to make yourself feel better and then you didn't sleep very well so you don't have the energy to go on a run or do your workout and you're trying to hydrate but even drinking the amount of water you normally do you still feel dehydrated from the alcohol so all of those things if you remove the alcohol from that trust me it all gets so much easier so I found losing the weight got a lot easier Number three, my confidence, and I suppose this is linked to the anxiety one, but my confidence massively improved. And do you think it's because, well, I suppose I had more energy because I was sleeping better and I was doing my workouts, etc. But my skin started to look clearer and more glowy. But do you know what it is? It is the brightness and the sparkle in your eyes when you stop drinking. And that confidence just comes through. So my confidence has improved. I have days where I don't feel confident because that's normal, that's life. But most days I do feel quite confident. And I think that is due to some of the physical changes that's happened, uh, but also the mental changes. Some of the other physical changes I was just thinking about then is uh, feeling bloated. Because I used to feel bloated quite a lot. And I used to look in the mirror at my stomach and think, ugh. so bloated look rubbish but now even if I've had a full meal sometimes I look in the mirror and it's my stomach is flat so that is due to some of the lifestyle changes I've made around like food and and exercise but honestly I think alcohol has made a huge impact on that as well so loads and loads of different benefits I sleep so much better than I used to there is no amount of alcohol that you can have that won't impact your sleep. So whether you have five pints or one, it is still gonna impact your sleep, um, even if you hydrate afterwards. So I have very, very good quality sleep now. I find it easy to get sleep. I find it easy to wake up. And I think what a huge benefit from stopping drinking alcohol. So my sleep is just so much better. My relationships with people have massively improved. I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in. And I think, not drinking contributes to that. We don't have drunk arguments. Well, we don't, we don't drink, so we can't. But we communicate about things. And I think that that time that I really sat down with my partner and talked about the drinking, we communicate very openly about different topics and what our needs are. And I think it's easier to do when you don't have that build-up and that release of it all when you're drunk. So my relationships with both my partner and my friends and family massively improved. 
And then finally, I do better at work. I launch my own business and my partner's launched his own business. And we have a lot more free time now that we don't drink because we're not thinking about the drinking. That takes up a lot of headspace, doesn't it? Thinking about it. But we've just got so much more free time. We've both become so much more productive and I am busy all the time, but I really enjoy my time. And I still I still have time in each day where I, I chill and I watch TV uh, or just go on, on social media. But I have so much more time that I'm so much more productive and I am so much more successful at work, both in my day job and, and with Glow Up as well. So, so much more productive. So, wow, what a list, right? So many reasons to do it. But it's not to say that it's easy. And I am at a point now where I don't drink at all and I don't plan to ever drink again. And I feel very confident telling people that. In fact, when I was out to dinner last night, somebody asked me and I just said, Clay, no, I don't drink at all because I feel so much better. And I think people think, oh, I get that. (laughs) That makes sense. I feel the same way. Um, so I'm at that point now, but I've tried lots of times in the past to give up and then I go back to it and I'd tell myself, oh, well, I can just socially drink and occasionally drink. But after a few months of doing that, I'd always go back to feeling how I did before. So know that it's not, it's not easy and know that if you try and then you go back to drinking and you try again and you go back, it's all part of the journey and every single time you'll learn something from it. So don't be too hard on yourself, okay? And if you think, I am such a failure, why can I not give it up? Or why can I not have that Friday night, uh, not stop having that Friday night glass of wine? I hope that you remember this podcast and think, it's not easy. And it's not supposed to be easy because of the social elements, because of the physical and mental elements on your body. But every time you decide, I'm going to try again, how brilliant is that? And I hope you're very proud of yourself for doing it. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. I hope it has been a good insight into going alcohol free and got you thinking about perhaps taking a break or perhaps finally talking to your friend or your partner or your family member about why you want to go alcohol free and how they can support you. Let's talk about some tips and tricks that you can do if you want to go alcohol free and you don't really know where to start. First of all, I would say look for alcohol free alternatives. There are loads of alternatives available now, loads of things to choose from, different alcohol free proseccos, different beers, gins. I'll be honest, the wines, I think they've got a long way to go with the wines. I haven't personally found one that I think is really nice, but there's lots of other types of drinks that you can go for. You do not just have to go to the pub and have a Coke anymore. Ask the bartender what mocktails do you have, what alcohol-free drinks do you have, so that you can be in a social situation with people and not look like the odd one out. Also, when you're at home, you probably will still have that feeling. And I do, do 
have this sometimes is oh I just fancy a drink but I think you just fancy something different don't you so if you can keep some alcohol free drinks at home so that you know that you can have that on a Friday evening or maybe just some different interesting soft drinks then then I would really recommend doing that because I think that makes a really big difference something that really helped me to stop drinking is to think this it's the end of a long day. It's been stressful, you're tired, you just want to relax. Your brain is in overdrive, thinking about all the things that you've done today, all of the things that you need to do tomorrow, and you just want to switch off. So you go and you open a bottle of wine, you pour yourself a glass, and you think, I can finally relax. So I want you for a second to think of that scenario and now with me think about what is really going on in your head. So I'd had a stressful day, I wanted to unwind. What is it that I really wanna do? Because I'm telling myself that it's having the glass of wine that's gonna help me unwind. But are there other things that I could do? So for example, going for a walk after work or when I first get get home or having that alcohol-free alternative so I'm still switching my type of drink in the evening versus the day, doing some meditation, doing some yoga. It, it is all about changing your state and understanding what is the real reason I'm looking to have a drink. So that is the kind of things I would think if I was at home, I would think, right, I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to see if that clears my head and helps me to relax. But if I was in a social situation and I was thinking, I really want a drink, it's really going to help me relax, I feel uncomfortable, it's just that. You feel uncomfortable. So do you really want to have a drink to make that situation more bearable for you? Or do you really want to think... Do I want to be here? Have I just arrived? So as we've discussed, it's a little bit uncomfortable at first, but I know I will relax. Is there a friend here that I could go and chat to for a bit? Or do I want to leave? Have I been here for enough time and it's time for me to go home? You know that feeling of, if I have a few drinks, it's gonna make this boring occasion better. Well, I'd love you to start thinking, why am I putting myself in boring situations or stressful or uncomfortable situations where I feel I need that little bit of escapism? Take control of your life and your time and say to yourself, I want to be here or I do not want to be here and both of those things are perfectly fine because this is my life. This is my time and this is how I choose to spend it. So I really encourage you to think about that. Rather than trying to make a situation more fun, make the situation fun to begin with and be really selective about the things that you attend because your time is so valuable and I really hope that you are spending most of it happy and comfortable. And if you're not, you've got the confidence to think, this is not right for me, I have every right to go home and, and be in a place where I feel safe and comfortable to be myself. What follows is a voice note that I received from one of my followers who reached out to me on Instagram to share her story with me. And 
I hope that you know, if you're listening to this, that whether, like me, you were just drinking a bit too much socially and it was impacting your life and you weren't happy with that, or like this lady, alcohol has really taken over your day-to-day, either way, it's okay and there is a way to to make lifestyle changes and it's not easy but you can do it i've done it this lady has done it and i think both stories and hopefully your story is equally as inspiring hi becca i hope you're okay um i just thought it'd be easier to send you this as a voice note i don't know if it's actually gonna get to you um because i know i know how instagram is i just thought i'd tell you two things number one i have stuck strictly to the glow up plan and the way of dieting and taking care of myself the the sort of your your philosophy on dieting and well-being and I've lost nearly 20 pounds doing so um I'm getting married in November and I'm now a size eight and I'm looking really good and I'm feeling good Um, before I did this I was so miserable I would cover all the mirrors in my house I would not leave the house because I felt so fat and disgusting basically the order of things that happened to me so I am a recovering alcoholic and I'm in AA I've been sober for 18 months now and I was following your program sort of when I got out of rehab so I was an alcoholic I was on about three to six bottles of wine a day now I am 18 months sober I'm running every day I'm taking supplements I actually work in a health food shop (laughs) um but I thought I'd um kind of just let you know what you've done for me because obviously when I first got sober I became really addicted to sugar and addicted to eating and it really messed me up and you know a lot of people were saying, oh, it's fine. You know, you can't diet, you'll get an eating disorder. People were being really strict about going on a diet, but it wasn't about that. I gained, I'm actually just going to send you a before and after, um, just so you can sort of see where I am now. (laughs) But yeah, I gained over a stone when I got out of rehab just on eating sugar, because the dopamine in your brain when you eat sugar is, you, you release the same chemical as you do when you are drinking alcohol or even doing cocaine. And they've been able to prove this with brain scans and that's what happened to me so I became really addicted um and I tried multiple times to do different diets and as you know crash dieting just doesn't work um I came across your TikTok I followed the TDEE method and now you know I'm getting married uh I'm with my partner I've I'm like 128 pounds now and I'm I'm just couldn't be more than happy so thank you and yeah if you're ever doing a video on not drinking and the benefits of it I mean you already you're you're a great excuse you're the you're a really good person to be like this is why you know cutting alcohol out your life is the best thing but um yeah if you ever need any kind of any quotes from me as someone who's in the glow up kind of program that I'm doing everything and every method that you've done but I'm also in recovery for addiction um and I have an addictive personality and this has been the one diet that I've 
ever been able to stick with because it's been kind it's been it's about maintaining it's about being kind to yourself and it's like kind of a whole lifestyle the morning yoga the journaling I do all of it um so yeah I just thought I'd let you know that um just to sort of let you know how much you've helped me and thank you so much I hope you have an amazing day And that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to it and can't wait to see you again next week.